All right, get ready because the countdown is on. Here we go. We continue with our 12-month wedding to-do list and dive into the three to six months prior to the wedding. No joke. You need to get a pen and some paper because we are spilling some good stuff in this one and you're going to want to write it down. You got engaged. Congratulations. Happy? Yes. Joyful time? Of course. Now what? Timelines, to-do list, and checklist? 100%. Don't worry. You're in the right place. Welcome to The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. Hi, I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. We have over 50 years of wedding industry experience between us. We have seen it, heard it, done it, and found a way around it. We are here to get you from down on one knee to down the aisle. Our podcast will cover everything from you saying yes to the I do's and all that happens in between. So buckle up and enjoy the journey. Now, let's get started with this episode. Okay, if we don't talk about wedding planning enough in today's episode, as Sharon has already told me, we're diving into the meat and potatoes. Mike, let's at least talk during the intro because I have a feeling Sharon's really excited about this episode. She's always excited. I know, but I Anything to do with the wedding planning, she's right there. I mean, I do love it. See, I knew you you wouldn't (laughs) be able to get too much of a word in. Sharon, although I've already stowed your line, this is the meat and potatoes. You got really excited when we said we were going to be talking three to six months. Is this time to get serious and start checking off those boxes? Three to six months is when the rubber meets the road. It's when it's time to start tell saying you what she's full of all these different little she pulls things. Out all the words. Honey, I'm from the I'm from the country. We we have a ton of them. Well, I don't don't know if you already know this, but I think our listeners might can tell that. <laughs> okay, in all honesty though, this is where the rubber meets the road. It's time to to just start really it's time to quit saying I'm thinking about it. It's the time to like really check off some boxes. Get some things done so that you can coast in to that those last few weeks before your wedding kind of with grease on your shoes. You're just going to slide in, no problems, no worries, because you've done everything you need to do. I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I might need to change, jump my lingo a little bit. She's got like all these little slide <laughs> comments and sentences. That's what I love about her. Don't I be know. jealous. I'll teach you some. Okay, in all honesty. Don't be jealous. So if you're three to six months out, you definitely should already have some planning accomplished, right? 100%. All your vendors should basically be booked. Maybe not like your cake and those kind of smaller things, but definitely all your major players should be in place by the three to six month mark, especially in today's wedding world. Well, and let's talk about that because sometimes people have to change dates and things come up. I know recently we've talked about some people being deployed And you have to make some different arrangements. And so it sounds like to me, this is an episode, if any of that applies to you, this may be the meat and potatoes that is very important for you to tune into. Yeah. And honestly, for any bride or any couple, I'm sorry, this is the actual like time to get things done. 
I hear a lot when we're planning, can I circle back to that or can I think about it? And you sure can. If you're 18 or 12 months out. Right. But when we get three to six months, my answer is going to be the circle's complete. We're here. We've got to decide this. Let's get going. Decision time. Yeah. So what's one of the most important things when you get to this date? What's the first thing we need to look at? I think for a bride, everything should be locked and loaded for that dress. So I think if you need any lingerie... Um, your undergarments that you're going to wear under your dress should totally be purchased during this time period. They should be tried on. We should be trying on the dress with the undergarments that you've chosen. Um, a lot of dresses today, you know, they have a they have a built-in bra. You don't need a bra. Some dresses you do need a bra. Those are the things that we need to look at and think about and take care of at this time period. So at this point, though, the dress should be bought already and being ready to be altered. Oh, honey, or? that dress should have been bought at 12 okay. months out. Um, it should, <laughs> we should start lining up oh, our, honey. we should start lining up our fittings and then any accessories you want. You know, are you going to, are you going to bling it out with a, a belt or your veil, headpiece, those kind of things at the three to Jewelry. six. Yeah. At the three to six month mark, we really want to be looking at that. So I have a quick question and I know that we've talked about this before, but do people really need to worry about anything that's going on affecting shipping and things like that? I know we've mentioned it in previous episodes, but we have couples out there that could be listening that just got engaged. And just to plug that in, when you're talking about wedding dress or accessories and things like that, I'm assuming in today's world, you need to stay on top of those delivery I tell times. my clients, and I think you guys have heard me say this before, you can have a baby quicker than you can get a wedding dress. Because nine to 12 months is the average amount of time. By the time you choose it, order it, get it shipped in. Most dresses are not made in the United States. You get it shipped in, you find a seamstress, and you start getting it altered. You're looking You're looking at about nine to 12 months. We just went to market over the weekend and uh, to buy dresses mm-hmm. with a friend of mine. And uh, they're saying, you know, Six mm-hmm. to 15 months, actually, what they were saying yeah, is and to, to get something in. It's really hard. I've had a lot of my clients that, you know, with COVID, some of them gained weight. Um, some of them end up losing weight. And it's hard to tell you to choose a garment that far out, but you you have to. And then you just have to get a good seamstress to take care of it. I know, Mike, you mentioned jewelry. Another thing at this three to six month mark is let's pull the guys in here. We need to start looking at wedding bands. Um, it's time to start getting some of those things ordered and, you know, selected so that we know that they're going to be in in time for the wedding. Another thing that's really important at this three to six month mark is it's time to think about that other event, your rehearsal and rehearsal dinner. So it's it's time at three to six months to confirm with your venue what time and what day your rehearsal can be. A lot of venues aren't going to tell you that until about, some of them are even as close as a month out, and that's really hard because they have to wait and make sure they aren't going to have another wedding the day before your wedding. But it's hard for couples because they want to plan their dinner and that kind of things. So I recommend going ahead and planning your rehearsal dinner. And if you have to rehearse on a different day than your big rehearsal dinner party, that's okay. So and you're do. seeing more of that now, aren't you? We are you? seeing more of it. Um, because venues are so booked right now, 
that there's a lot of Friday weddings. There's a lot of Thursday weddings. So um, go ahead. Don't let don't let the fact that your venue has not confirmed your actual rehearsal keep you from planning a rehearsal dinner. I mean, those can be two separate days, and that's okay. What about if you're going to write your own vows? Is this the time we need to start thinking about that? Definitely. It's time to start thinking about that, jotting some notes. Also a great time to have that first meeting with your officiant um, and go over what you want your ceremony to be. Kind of firm up those ceremony details, um, such as is there going to be any type of unity ceremony? Any readings need to, we need to be selecting readings. Who's going to read the readings? Is there going to be a special song sung? Um, How spiritual do you want your ceremony to be? So it's a great time to schedule a meeting with your officiant and just go over every single thing for the ceremony so that if the officiant does ask you to choose some songs or some readings, you have some time to do that. Um, It's also a really good time. I know we already talked about the wedding dress, but it's time to really look at your bridal party attire. Um, it's really time to get in there and get those suits. Um, you know, for, for the guys, you want to make sure that you've chosen a suit. Six months would be my probably limit on that. That's what Pam would say. Too. Yeah. Six months is when that needs to happen. Um, get in there, choose their suit, you know, tie, everything you want. And then that gives plenty of time for um, the formal wear vendor to contact all your, all your guys and get them in and get measured. The other thing is we get so focused on the wedding dress, we forget about the bridesmaids dresses. So I actually have it on my checklist and aisle planner that we need to confirm when the bridesmaids dresses are being delivered. We need to make sure that they're going to get here and have time to have their fittings and everything done as well. So bridesmaids dresses is super important. What about uh, talking to your makeup artist and your hair? And isn't that a thing that we should be looking at? Most of my girls would have already had a trial by now. Um, We book hair and makeup. Honestly, it's one of the first vendors we call. Um, And a lot of couples will get their trials done for their engagement photos. But if you have not had a trial with your hair and makeup person, that is definitely something that needs to happen in the three to six months if you have not already done it. One thing I'd like to plug in here, Sharon, and I know we've talked about this on a previous episode, is with hair and makeup, you pointed out in one of those episodes, your vendors that there's only one person or there's not multiple people on that person's team, it's important to really think about them up front for those out there that are listening that may just recently be engaged. You know, and I can't speak for every area, and I know we have listeners everywhere, but in our area, waiting to the six-month mark to try to get a makeup artist would really concern me. That's a really good point. they book up really, really fast. I think another thing that we need to look at during this three- to six-month time period is our invitations. It's definitely time that they be um, in closer to six months than three, that not only they be ordered, but if you're going to hire a calligrapher or anyone special to address those for you, it's time to get that person in place and get those addresses and those envelopes to them. If you're going to do it yourself, it's time to get started about, you know, I recommend that invitations be mailed about 10 weeks out. 
And people underestimate the amount of time it's going to take to address them. So if you're doing that yourself, I would start that definitely at the three to four month mark before they're mailed. And then one of the major things that I think gets overlooked during this time period, because we're so busy wedding planning, is that we're not honeymoon planning. So I think that this three to six month time is the time to really lock in that honeymoon and don't get caught off guard. You want to research, do I need a passport to go where I'm going? Do I have a passport? Do I know where my passport is? Is it, you know, at my mom's house? Did I lose it? Do I not, have I never had one? Or is it out of date? I mean, right. If you have to order a passport, it takes, it takes a while. So passports. And I'm going to bring up a topic, probably not of a big favor right now or favoritism right now, but make sure if you booked your honeymoon a year ago, however long ago, make sure none of your credentials or requirements or anything have changed. Yes. Um, whether you have or have not used a travel agent, if you've used a travel agent, reach out to them and just have an up-to-date conversation. Um, there are places that are obviously changing what they're requiring, and that's not something you want to find out the week of your wedding. Another thing I know that I'm really, um, I actually refer my clients to a travel agent because I'm not qualified to help them with travel. But one of the things I keep hearing come up when I meet with my clients is, um, they didn't research vaccinations that were required. And um, that's a huge thing. I mean, we all know the world we're living in. So that's a huge thing. Make sure that you know what vaccinations are required and make sure that you know where your proof of all your vaccinations, we're not just talking about COVID, but proof of all your vaccinations are. Well, you know, things change daily too. Correct. So especially for the bride and grooms or the couples getting married here soon, I would check that daily yes. because it and changes so if frequently. If there's ever, ever been an advertisement for why you need a travel agent, this 100% is this is it um, because they can advise you and, and they stay very current. It's their job to stay current on all of this stuff. And the other thing that I hear come up a lot lately is rental cars. So if you're going on your honeymoon and you're expecting to fly into your destination and rent a car, they're not readily available anymore. And that's a huge thing. So you want to make sure that you have a rental car reservation in place early. And honestly, I mean, right now, the rental cars are more expensive than the air flights. Isn't that it's, something? It's nuts. It's nuts. Well, and I've also heard, too, and I haven't verified this, but that there it used to be you could rent a car for a day or a couple of days. But now most places are requiring like a week minimum to even talk to you about yeah. renting a car. Um, so I There's think there's a lot of things that have changed, you know, with what's going on in the world today. So yeah. always keep all that in mind. And I love to always um, wrap our podcast up on a fun note. So I also think the time, the three to six month time, is the time to pl- to have those parties, bachelor at <laughs> parties and bachelor parties. You know, lock it in at about six months. Go enjoy it at about three months. Um, we did a whole episode on bachelor and bachelorette parties, I know. And I mean, they're they're a whole event in themselves now. They're a trip. They're, you know, tons of fun. They take a lot of planning. So go ahead and start getting, you know, get on that maid of honor or whoever's going to be hosting your bachelorette party. Get on that best man, whoever's going to be hosting your bachelor party. Um, I know one of my clients, she went to Vegas 
with all the her girls, and then the next weekend he went to Vegas with all his guys. They had totally different experiences and enjoyed different things while they were there. But um, I think that's a recent episode um, that will have dropped by the time this one comes out. Right. So you definitely want to go. Wow, she dropped some bombs on uh, the experience she had in Vegas. And it was really fun having her in studio. So definitely. I always love uh, Christina when Sharon gets in on these topics because she she's just right on top of everything. <laughs> she's excited and she knows her job. Well, and I think she brings a little different take to them. Why it is so serious to focus on it. And... And she really, you know, anybody that talks about her wedding planning, um, she is very detail-oriented. But why she says they're important is because of past experiences or what can happen. And I think that's what really helps when we have these smaller, compact episodes where we can talk about a specific time frame of planning is it's not just, oh, you need to do this, this, and this. No, this is really why you need to think about this because of this. Well, you've got to keep in mind, too, Sharon does this every weekend. And being I mean, an experienced... Why do, you, why do you think that we have her as a co You guys, I've on been here, so Mike? cranky today, and now you're being so nice to me. I feel horrible. <laughs> but as being an experienced topic. planner... <laughs> This is why Bride should listen to our podcast and especially Sharon because she knows when you should do things and when you shouldn't do things. So I, I, I give you 100% oh, well, on everything you. you do. I appreciate well, that. And I'll tell you what, this has probably never been the best time to say, you know, it's we want to include everyone. Any, Sharon, share your favorite saying. You're, we were just talking about this earlier. Love is love, and I'm going to celebrate all of it. And so anybody out there that is engaged, planning your wedding, we love to hear from everyone. A lot of times we do hear from females that listen to the podcast. We know some guys listen to it as well, but we want you to know we don't care who you are out there. If you're a wedding professional, if you're engaged, if you're the mother of the bride and listening for all the details, if you're on part of the wedding party, we love to hear from our listeners. If there's a topic that you would love for us to cover that maybe we've talked about or breezed past, but you really want us to dive in deeper, that's why we always say reach out to us. All you have to do is go to our website, click the contact button. We read all of those messages. And I know Sharon always likes to plug in about giving us a review. Absolutely. We pay attention to all a of glowing, those. A glowing five-star five star review. review. Yes, I left it for her to fill in the blank. Thank you, Mike. You've heard her say it enough. But no, we really do value everyone's input. And I think one of the most surprising things is hearing how many wedding professionals listen to the Wedding Wednesday or Spotlight Saturday episodes that we're talking all about weddings. And it's just really um, great to hear feedback um, on how people's weddings are going, um, how their engagements are, or if they're already married, how what they did. Because um, we love sharing that with our listeners um, and giving people ideas that they can use for their special day. 
You know, even if it's a good thing or a bad thing that's happened during your wedding, let us know so we can help somebody else work out that problem if that happens. I learn something every single wedding I do. And you know what? I've heard a lot recently about these late night snacks being delivered to receptions. (laughs) Oh, it's a whole thing. Oh, hey, we need to do an episode on that. It's a whole thing. I've just, I mean, Waffle House, and I'm, I'm not going to just keep throwing White out Castles. names. White Castle, Taco <laughs> Bell. Um, I did a wedding this past Saturday, and we had um, Joella's Hot Chicken. Okay, we're going to wrap it up on this <laughs> note because we're going to hop right into another episode, it sounds like. No, in all honesty, Sharon, that is great information. Thank you for sharing your And if in- I can, If insight. I can say anything, when we do these episodes now on, um, I don't know what we're calling them, checklist episodes or... Um, you know, when to do what episodes. If I can say anything to brides, whatever you thought in the past or whatever people that got married three or four years ago are telling you as far as a timeline to book things and a timeline to get things done, don't listen. The wedding world today is a whole new world. The wedding boom is real. And you need to get your vendors booked. You get that ring on your hand, take a beat, enjoy being engaged, and then let's start getting things done because it is, it is, people are booked. Remember, the world has changed for everyone, including wedding professionals. And everyone seems to have had to pivot or adjust in some way, shape, or form. And I think that couldn't be more true, Sharon, in what you said, even if it was just a couple years ago. Check in on contracts, policies, requirements. Anything like that, because things could change in a month's time. In a week's time, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can change Tomorrow. very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. And it it is to not only protect wedding professionals, but to also protect the engaged couples on their special day. At the, at the end of the day, even though you might be thinking out there, okay, well, wedding professionals are changing their contracts, or they're doing this, or they're doing that. You have to remember they have families as well. They have a business to run. But in all honesty, almost all wedding professionals, heart and soul, are in every single event they do as if it was their own child's. And in order to do what's best for that engaged couple and their business, changes are having to be made. And we all have to adjust like we have for the past however many months, although we're over talking about it. It's not going away. So we just want to provide the most up-to-date information out there and just do your research and check in before um, you finalize any details. And I'm so excited when we do our next checklist episode because that's the really fun time. That's right before the wedding. Hopefully a lot of the planning is done by then. Right, Sharon? Oh, yeah. All the planning should be done. (laughs) Right. It's so funny. I just sliding did a, into home plate. I just did a walkthrough. <laughs> I did a walkthrough on a Friday with another client of mine, and I said I can do it. I just have to be done by three because I have a rehearsal for my wedding tomorrow. You know, I, I was with these people on Friday. The wedding was on Saturday, and the mother of the bride for this other client says to me, "How can you be with us today, the day before the wedding? I mean, aren't you doing a million things?" And I was like, "Well, ma'am, if I'm not ready to go." The day before the wedding, I should be fired. 
I was, you know, like the day before the wedding. She if doesn't I don't, have to worry. You've got a timeline go that you're working it. on. If you don't got your shit straight the <laughs> right. day before the wedding, <laughs> your ass should be out of there. My you want to summarize it for you? If my ducks aren't in a row <laughs> less than 24 hours before the wedding. You better float yeah. on out of there. 100%. If that's and, not the case. Yeah. And I think, yeah. we uh, <laughs> See, Mike, I can be creative with my wording. <laughs> yeah. But she was just amazed that I had time to do a... A venue walked through with them and had a wedding rehearsal that night. All right. We're having too much fun. You know what that means. We have to cut this one off and probably move into another episode. We love it. We're having a lot of fun. We love hearing from you all. So if you have anything you want to share with us or if you love what you hear. Glowing five-star review, please and thank you. And if you want to share anything with us, you can follow us on social media or visit... The ring, the bling, and all the things.com. Yes, <laughs> on that note. correctly. Everyone stay safe. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. If you like what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe button to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things.com for past episodes. And make sure to connect with us on social media. If you would like to help us get the word out about this podcast, make sure to share with your family, your friends, and anyone you know in the wedding business.